Let's let's drop the 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 facades. Let's drop the 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 stereotypes that's been put at our feet, and let's let's get real with each other, um, and uh, let's heal. Let's heal. Um, let's and heal. When, because when we heal, then then that's when we we can we are free to discover our true selves. Yeah. And welcome to another episode of Marriage Matters. Mm-hmm. This is a podcast where we talk about marriage matters because marriage, marriage matters. matters. Yep. So if you're watching for the very first time, my name is Glenn Coleman, and I'm joined as always by my beautiful better half. I'm gonna say that. People okay. say don't say better half. I'm gonna say better half. Hi guys, I'm Tanya Coleman. She's the best Thank part you. of me. Thank you, sir. Um, yeah, Tanya Coleman, that's right. <laughs> You said your name correct. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> uh, so yeah, um, we're on the podcast, man. We are. <laughs> so let's talk about it. So uh, pretty, pretty um, busy week for us. I mean, you know what? We we've got a, a, a we've got some busy kids, and mm-hmm. I often joke uh, that we are no more than an Uber driver. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it's 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 true. This weekend was an example of that. Yeah, but That's I'm good, I'm grateful because mm-hmm. you know we have a 17 year old, almost 18 year old in mm-hmm. a few days, few weeks, few Couple weeks. weeks. Yeah, but I thought about it this morning, and I'm like, the event that I drew, we went to the um, suicide um, prevention walk, mm-hmm. and. Uh, I told her, you know, I was like, you know, you could have just driven yourself here. I mean, mm-hmm. you didn't need me mm-hmm. to come, mm-hmm. is what I was thinking. I was like, I could have stayed in my bed this morning. <laughs> but then she was like, Daddy, I'm so glad you came with me. Aww. So I'm like, well, doggone it. <laughs> just, just, what else do you want? You want See anything there? else? What else you want me to go? Right. But I was saying it's like I'm grateful that we are involved mm-hmm. and uh, we're not the senior kids. We're the go with. Go with your kids. Support your kids. Be a part. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so, but it it was a busy day. Um, Mm -hmm. But we're grateful that we have the opportunity to do that. Um, Yeah, for sure. For sure. Bailey and I had a good time. um, She had her theater fundraiser for Kakashu District Theater. Mm -hmm. Um, They did a, hope I say it right, Pirates, Princess, and Pancakes fundraiser Mm -hmm. where people in the community were invited to buy tickets as a fundraiser and bring their kids. And so all of the theater kids were dressed up as princesses or pirates. Mm -hmm. Um, Bailey was a um, uh, fairy godmother in training. Um, And so it was so cute. You know, little kids, they're like, oh, my God, they're starry eyed whenever they see, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, people in costume. And the the teenagers did so good with them. They did crafts. They sang songs. They did pictures. They did all sorts of things. I saw teenagers dressed in princess costumes sitting on the floor, Indian style with little kids. It was just the sweetest little thing. Um, And then she um, after that, this morning, then this afternoon, she had another theater rehearsal so we are in theater season Mm -hmm. um and she has multiple 
plays that she's participating in. And so, yeah, it uh, pretty busy, exhausting, but mm-hmm. it was a very good day. Today was a beautiful day outside. Yeah. So, but yeah, yeah that's how we do it. We yeah. roll with the kiddos. And I mean, it goes to, and I'm wearing my shirt again. Mm-hmm. Support is a verb. Yes. So it's not about support. Just is not about, you know, paying for all of this stuff because it costs money. Yes. To do, especially the theater stuff. You mm-hmm. know, you got to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's also being there. Um, and shout out to the man in Lowe's today who had a whole conversation with me about my support as a verb. Show. Oh, really? Yeah. You didn't tell me about that. Yeah. It's, it's a, you know, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a very, uh, I'm not very, when I'm in situations like that, I'm, t- I'm going in the store, I'm in and out. Right, right, right. But yeah, he's like, he saw my shirt and he was like, he's t- he talked to me mm-hmm. and he was just going on and on about, you know, how, you know, it's got to be action, you know? Mm-hmm. And he started, it was, it was great. You know, it was okay, great. Okay. But I, every time I wear this shirt, I get, it's a conversation it's a sort of. So I shout like out it. to uh, Village Market. Village Market in Atlanta, Atlanta GA. Shout out Atlanta yes. GA. Mm-hmm. Um, so they are a business. Um, do they have, do they have a website? Is it Village they, Market? Uh, well, I know they have a couple of Instagram pages. So there's uh, the uh, a Village Market. Um, what is this? <laughs> we should have. This was unplanned, but apparently, yeah. Check it out. It's, it's just the Village Market Initiative. Yeah, uh, in Atlanta, Georgia. But it's a bunch of uh, black owned. Uh, shops, entrepreneurs, you know, people putting their products in um, this space that was developed specifically for um, African-American entrepreneurs. And yeah. it's a really cool place. Yeah. Um, yeah, they have, they nice have everything vibe. from clothing to beard and body stuff. Yeah, skincare to products, hair luggage. products. Luggage. They were well, not luggage, yeah. but like, uh, all, like bags, bags backpacks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there was uh, just all sorts just of all sorts stuff. So books, I think. If you're ever in, in Atlanta, uh, hit them up. Shout out mm-hmm. to, to Village Market. So yeah, very, very cool spot. So speaking of support. Yes. Today I want to talk about, this is Mental Health Awareness Month. Yes, it is. Um, you are a mental health provider. Um, I am a mental health uh, provider as yes. well. It's ish. <laughs> I'm not... I don't have the 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 all of the letters behind my name like yeah. you do. Uh, that's why I say that I always joke with you. <laughs> um, but this is Mental Health Awareness Month, and this is Marriage Matters. So I want to talk about mental health and marriage and how those go hand in hand. And we, I don't know, maybe we'll do a series on this for the month of October. Okay. How about that? For the rest of the month. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I guess the I want to start off. I think by talking about recognizing mm-hmm. the um, just recognizing the signs of depression or just understanding the mental health of your spouse. Mm-hmm. Let me just say that understanding the mental health of your spouse. Okay. Um, I think so for me, I'll talk about early on in our marriage um, and um, it was kind of a moment for me because I knew, especially when we had our second child, mm-hmm. I knew you went through postpartum depression. Mm-hmm. And I was much younger and had a totally different mindset than I do now. 
And I had to apologize to you because I didn't know the extent of Mm -hmm. what you were going through and what you were dealing with Mm -hmm. because I was busy. I'll just say I I was really involved in ministry Mm -hmm. and I was giving myself to everyone out literally all over the world, Mm -hmm. literally, Mm -hmm. because I I left home Mm -hmm. shortly after... I don't know, maybe... I think Bailey was maybe two months old. Maybe, somewhere like that. And then I went on a missions trip for like 12 days mm-hmm. and left you with the two babies. And I, like I said, at the time, I didn't... I, I wasn't recognizing the signs. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, even with our youngest, I mean, our oldest, mm-hmm. with Beth, with Bethany, mm-hmm. we both left. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe I pressured you a little bit. <laughs> To go on this missions trip, but and 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 again, I, I don't I don't want to digress, but um, I apologize to you because I didn't recognize the signs, and I was so caught up in and I'm putting up miracles ministry, and it's it's to me I, I was really I was like man I wish I could do that over mm-hmm. because. You know, there's a scripture. It says, "What profit, profit a man to gain the whole wide world and lose his soul?" Mm-hmm. And I, I adapt that scripture for my life, and I say it this way: "What profit a man to gain the whole wide world and lose his family?" Mm-hmm. And so here I was trying to be light and hope for everybody mm-hmm. in the world, mm-hmm. um, and my wife was suffering, and I did not know, or if I did. And I, I can't even remember if I was much support, or I may have gave encouraged you with some scripture, Amen. Praise the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> but I missed those signs, mm-hmm. um, and so I think that it's really important uh, for us. So let's talk about that for a second. Just understanding how to recognize the signs. I know I've been talking for a little bit, so I want you to to jump in. Jump into the I conversation. Okay, okay. I'm I'm I've gotten to where I was going. <laughs> I'm there. Yeah, so it is important to be able to recognize, you know, that you may not be able to recognize like the specific signs if you're not trained to recognize right. signs and symptoms. But you can recognize when something is different. And if, and that's a big if, your spouse communicates to you that something is not right yes to hear them yes to listen to them yes and i i said that to you i you said that something i don't feel right that something's not right mm-hmm. i did say that to you but you know to be able to hear them if they come to you and say something then that's actually a really good thing a lot of times because people are not able to recognize the change in themselves or they don't understand the change or they're embarrassed or ashamed about the change, they may not say anything. Mm-hmm. So understand, watching for or noticing changes in behavior um, that, you know, changes in mood and um, things like that, you know, when you see those types of things and it's going on for weeks, sometimes months on end, then you know, just doing mm-hmm. those check-ins. But if we're doing our work all the time and we're doing yeah. those check-ins, then we may catch it, you know, sooner than sooner than later. But, you know, you said in, in our case, you were busy doing ministry work, 
but some people are busy with their careers. Some mm-hmm. people are busy um, going out hanging with the boys or with their girlfriends. Some people are busy, just busy and and not really giving giving their spouse that time and that yeah. attention. So I don't want to just um, leave it just at our situation. This happens in many, many situations sure, where sure. we are not, people are not paying attention and they're not attuned to their spouse. And yeah. so it's important to, to be attuned to your spouse, right? Mm-hmm. And to check in and have those conversations. If, if you're wife can go weeks on end uh, sad and depressed or what have you, and you hadn't noticed, then something's not right, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, um, or husband, you know, for that matter. Mm-hmm. If you notice your spouse is drinking more, you know, there are so many things that changes in behaviors and patterns, and we have to have those conversations, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. I want to be sure to say this, right? Um, you cannot force your spouse to go to therapy or to counseling. Mm -hmm. And I've had that often where people have called to say, I need, I want to put my spouse in counseling like they're a child. (laughs) You can't do that. And I, I will quickly ask, well, have you and your spouse had this discussion? Does he or she are they ready to come into counseling? And they'll say, well, we talked about it, but, or yes, they are. I say, great. That's wonderful. Can you have them call me please? Mm -hmm. You know, because that is, you can't do that for them. They have to make the decision to do that for For themselves. themselves. Yes. Um, And unless they are threatening to harm themselves or someone else or in a dangerous situation, you can't force them in that type of environment. But if they're threatening to harm themselves or in some sort of dangerous situation, then don't call me. You need to call 911. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. So I think you said a lot there. I want to pull a couple of things out. Mm-hmm. You talked about, um, Number one, being attuned to your spouse. Mm -hmm. And I think it's really important. That's why it's so important to really have a relationship with your spouse or your Mm -hmm. significant other. So that way, you know, you know, because I think sometimes we don't know because we just don't know. Right. We we haven't taken that time. And and you would be surprised at how many people actually don't know, Mm -hmm. you know, their their significant other or their spouse Mm -hmm. um, because they don't spend quality time together. They don't spend time talking about, you know, real things and not just the surface stuff, but, Mm -hmm. you know, the likes, the dislikes, the dreams, the aspirations, Mm -hmm. the fears, Mm -hmm. the regrets, all of those things. And so it's very important. So um, and the other thing you said was for the person that is suffering, I know sometimes it's hard to talk about it, but Mm -hmm. you have to talk. You have to Mm -hmm. tell. Sometimes you just have to you have to reach out. You have to mm-hmm. ask for help. And that kind of, so, so do, is there anything else you want to say about that, about attunement, maybe? Uh, well, I mean, you you said it, just, you know, making sure that you're paying attention, that you're having um, 
when you create a safe space, your your spouse is more likely to come to yeah. you and yeah. to share that. And even if maybe you guys haven't developed that dynamic, but they come to you and they say to you that this is going on, listen to them. If they don't come to you, but you notice changes, like I said, in the behaviors and the moods, then start asking questions. Hey, you know, mm-hmm. you know, how are you? How are you doing? You know, um, are you okay? I, I try to avoid, are you okay? Because most of the time, if you say, are you okay? We're going to say, yeah, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. But if I say, how are you? You may say, I'm okay. Are you sure? And I'm just kind of finding ways to maybe press the issue a little bit. I've noticed, you know, that you haven't been as communicative. You haven't mm-hmm. been talking much. You've been sleeping a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I've noticed, you know, your eating habits have changed, you know, mm-hmm. has anything happened? You know, is anything going on? You, you, you know, you skipped dinner three, three nights in a row, you know, mm-hmm. are you okay? You know, those types of things, just kind of paying attention to those behaviors. Um, I heard you crying in the shower. Now, men, if you don't know, women often cry in the shower, like pay attention. That is a place where Women will go and let all of the emotions out because the water is running. The men too. Men cry in the shower because you can't. Sure. Yeah, you can't. You know, you don't. You don't even realize you're crying because of all the water. You know, in the face. Right. That's that's a safe place. That's a safe, safe place, place to, to cry. To cry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, that's what I always love. I'm sorry, but my one of my favorite comedians, Tony. Mm-hmm. That's why Tony Baker always says, "I love you passionately in the shower." Ah. Because that's what men cry. We cry okay. in the shower. Okay. Didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Good to know. <laughs> so you. You're trying to attune. You're supposed to attune to me. You're supposed to know these things. Well, I didn't know. I didn't know that one. I do. I be. Oh, I'm attuned to you, brother. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What I'm thinking right now. That we need to finish this podcast. <laughs> that wasn't it. But you're right. <laughs> uh, so yeah. So so having the conversation and another something else that we've learned to do <clears throat> is say you know hey instead of the uh, is everything okay I've noticed that. Right. Mm-hmm. There's some you're not in yourself lately, right? So when you when you want to talk about it or need to talk about that, I'm, I'm here, here. Yep. to talk about that. Yeah, I'm or here, I'm here to support you, right? Or you know, hey, did something happen? Mm-hmm. And they're probably gonna say, "What do you mean?" Well, I've just noticed some. You've been a little different, distant, mm-hmm. or what have you, and so kind of starting that conversation, or at least planting the seed to open up the door for that conversation, you know, kind of going back to my situation, um, with, um, the, um, postpartum, postpartum depression. I just, it just went all (laughs) out my mind. I was thinking that's because you've been delivered from it. And it's not even a part of your vocabulary anymore. Hallelujah. Lift your hand, sister. Okay. Um, So going back to that situation, you know, sometimes and women don't recognize for themselves that they're going through postpartum depression. You know, Mm -hmm. I don't I'm not sure if initially I had words for it myself. You Mm -hmm. know, I just knew that I wasn't feeling right. I knew that, you know, things were just different. And then when you left to go on that trip, it got really, really bad, you know? And Mm -hmm. so I wasn't sleeping. I was having major anxiety. I was crying. It was, you know, all of those types of things that were going on. And so at that point, I'm just like, okay, yeah, something is really off. And I think I, I noticed something before you left and I said, something's not right. 
But then when you were gone, it got really, really bad. And then when you came home, I was just like, yeah, this is yeah. really, and really awful. I don't even remember you saying that. I remember you talking about the medication mm-hmm. that you were on. But I don't know. But the, the other thing. And I that was, that was uh, I believe that was more medication induced than, than the baby. Yeah. Yeah. But the, speaking of babies, the other thing, you know, being that I know this is a marriage. Mm-hmm. This is a marriage podcast, marriage matters, but marriage family, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, also, your kids. Make sure you're checking on your kids mm-hmm. and, and you know having those conversations with them, spending that time with them, um, you know, and just letting them know that they're that that you're there to support them. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so all the, all the stuff we just said about your spouse or your significant other, also with your kids, mm-hmm. the same thing applies. Mm-hmm. Have those conversations, you know, ask asking the hard hitting questions mm-hmm. because you know it's it's better. To have the uncomfortable conversations, then for something tragic or, or, or some tragedy to happen. Right. So, and I will say this to add to that: if you know some sort of major event has happened in your family's life, you know, recently or a year or two years ago and you start to notice changes with your kids, or even before you notice changes, if something major happens. I know you're going through your thing as the parent trying to navigate and manage life and and keep things going and keep some, you know, normalcy. But at some point you have to stop and check in with those kids and say, hey, how are you doing? You know, I know a lot has happened. You know, I know this has happened. That has happened. I want to check in with you and see how you're doing. I want to make sure that you're okay. Because sometimes as parents, we can get so caught up in our feelings and our emotions and our stress and all of that. And we have, we feel like we're carrying it all for everyone, but our children feel it too. And they went through that experience as well. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes when having conversations with adults about their childhood traumas, it was things that they couldn't control. They had no control over, but in the middle of everything happening, no one ever came back when things kind of settled down or during the process to say, Hey, I'm sorry that you had to go through that. Mm -hmm. You know, what, you know, are you okay? Would you like to talk about it? Mm -hmm. No one has addressed it with them and they've just lived with it all Mm -hmm. of this time. Yeah. You know, we was just, we were watching actually earlier today, we were watching this uh, documentary series, docu-series on HBO Max Mm -hmm. and it's called uh, Katrina Babies. And it's talking about, it's from the perspective of the kids that lived through Hurricane Katrina mm-hmm. in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that was just amazing to me, each one of them, would they would they would talk about this and all the emotions would come. And the guy putting it together, he was like, you know, is this the first time you talked about this? And they were like, yeah. Nobody Nobody's asked. ever asked yeah. how I was doing. I've never shared this with anybody. Mm-hmm. Nobody thought to stop and ask, mm-hmm. hey, how are you doing? So mm-hmm. I, I definitely echo that. Um, mm-hmm. So so the other thing in all of this, talking about mental health awareness and kind of I want to go to what we said earlier about um, about speaking up. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing that we watched on HBO Max <laughs> <laughs> was uh, Yvonne Orgy's new uh, stand-up special. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. one of the things she said in that, she talked about, you know, being a strong black woman, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, basically she was saying, you know, 
for why? <laughs> you know, and for I, why? and 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 I think that that stereotype mm-hmm. um for whatever reason um you know, and I've even heard stories of even like in like medicine, you know, women of color not given uh the same level the same of care. care or you know or um pain medicine or whatever whatever because of the you know they can they have a higher tolerance tolerance for pain, for pain. Mm-hmm. um and that's a real thing i mean not a real thing i mean that's a real thing that's happening yeah um so, so you're a black woman so kind of talk about that stigma i'm gonna call it a stigma mm-hmm. And why that is dangerous. You are so putting me on the spot. Tonight, I'm sorry. My bro. bad. My bad. Okay. Let's um, talk about it. <laughs> why why is that dangerous? You know, what, you know. Yeah, it um it's dangerous because there's this narrative that's been given to black women, and not always and not only from other races, but within our own culture that you have to be strong. You have to be strong in this world. You have to be better, Mm -hmm. you know, in everything that you do in order for you to be seen or to be recognized, you have to be better. You have to be strong. You have to. And some of it is the things that, Many of us have endured in a lifetime the things that many of our mothers have and fathers have endured in a mm-hmm. lifetime. I'm going to keep it from the narrative of the woman because it's typically those words are often spoken to the woman from, from a, a woman, woman to yeah. a young girl from mm-hmm. a woman to say, you have to be strong. You don't need nobody. Right. You don't, you don't need, need no, no man. Yeah. You don't need, you know, nobody to take care of you. You work to take care of yourself. You, you know, and all of these different things. And so you've been taught that that may hurt, that hurts, that experience hurts, you know, but you don't have time to cry about it. Mm -hmm. Stop all that crying because you have to be strong and you have to get up and you have to endure. And it's been a coping mechanism Mm -hmm. for so long, you know, that we have not dealt with until recent years we hear more and more you know um i applaud the the 30 and 20 something year olds because baby they're all about processing through their feelings and dealing with their stuff but us in our 40s and and older a lot of us are not have not ventured to even deal with that we just tend to to sweep it to the side. We don't, these younger kids are talking about all their stuff and they have no idea about our stuff because mm-hmm. we're not talking about yeah. it. I, and I think part of that is because you're right. Our parents grew up in a time where that may have been their truth. Mm-hmm. Well, they didn't have time. It's like, yeah, I'm, I'm time trying to, be, to survive. Right, exactly. You know, so and I don't have time to, even more and, so yeah, and to so, yeah. so I think as, as we are raising our kids, we have to teach them that it's okay to, you know, to, to, to talk about it. It's mm-hmm. okay to, to share, to admit I'm not okay. It's okay mm-hmm. to admit all those things. Well, maybe I've taken on too much. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to back up and, and, and put some stuff down. So mm-hmm. having those conversations, mm-hmm. Um, go ahead. No, I was just going to say it's so it's it's so broad. I can't even there, that's a whole separate podcast. OK, even, and, uh, and we can we can do that. And, that. and I know we yeah. kind of we said we we're going to try to keep it short tonight, yeah. but real quick and maybe we can do we can dedicate another 
podcasted this as well. But you know, same thing from the strong that strong black woman to. But it's also and and, I, and I, we're saying strong black women. I mean, we're speaking from our cultural experience. Mm-hmm. I mean, there may be in in other um, what's the word I'm looking for other um, cultures mm-hmm. where that's the same. But also for I want to talk speak to the men because you know for us as well. It's like, you know, we, it's kind of the same thing. You know, we, we can't, there's been so many times where you've asked me, are you okay? Mm-hmm. And I'm dying inside. And I'm mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm past my breaking point, mm-hmm. but because I have to be strong for my family, mm-hmm. you know, and I can't, if, if I show weakness, then that may, um, that may, if I'm supposed to be the strong one, so if if she if she doesn't think that I'm strong, then that may you know cause her to feel more afraid or whatever that is. Um, but it's the same thing for the men out there. You know, we've got to men, we've got to come to that place where you know we can uh, talk through all of that because here our, our whole thing is we want to be the best version of ourselves mm-hmm. for each other and for our kids. Mm-hmm. And when you don't deal with when you don't deal with the the stress, when you don't deal with the pressure, the thing about pressure is it's going to come out somewhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it may come out, it may look like being ab- abusive verbally, physically. Mm-hmm. It may look like alcoholism. Mm-hmm. It may look like an affair. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it could look yeah. like, you know, an addiction to pornography. Mm-hmm. It could look like a lot of things when we don't deal with it. So that's why it's so important so we can be the best version of ourselves for each other and be there for each other. And to me, that's one of the great things about marriage and being in a relationship Mm -hmm. is to be there for each other. It's to be that, that to be that synergy for each other to, to whether the, we're better together than we are apart. And and if it wasn't for, you know, my wife or my husband, Mm -hmm or my significant other, I just want to, you know, right. That Cover all the bases. Um, that I don't know if I would have made it through this time in right. my life. Absolutely. So I think that's so important. Um, you know, so, um, so that's what we're going to be talking about this month. So, yeah. so maybe we're going to dedicate maybe, a, a week to maybe talking about women's mental, mental health and recognizing those signs and, mm-hmm. you know, and then mm-hmm. do something with men and kids and, and, the, and the whole nine. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So, Let's let's drop the 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 facades. Let's mm-hmm. drop the 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 stereotypes mm-hmm. that's been put at our feet, and let's mm-hmm. let's get real with each other, mm-hmm. um, and uh, let's heal. Let's heal. Um, let's and heal. When, because when we heal, then then that's when we we can we are free to discover our true selves. Yeah. So, yeah. Absolutely. So so be be attentive. Spend the time with your with your significant mm-hmm. other. Make sure you're paying attention. Mm-hmm. Make sure that your schedule is not so full of whatever it is mm-hmm. that you're not giving them the time that they need, the time and the space that they need, mm-hmm. so that you know them and you can recognize those changes. Slow things down. Yeah, you know, we as an American culture, mm. you know, even you know when you look at when you look at the way you know, uh, like. Uh, maternity leave is a thing, mm-hmm. but for paternity leave, right. that's either slim to, to none. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I mean, it's so needed because, yeah. 
you know, we, we're both in adjusting, this. Adjusting, yeah. You know, we're both adjusting. And you're probably going to need me to step up even more, mm-hmm. you know, just around the house doing other things, mm-hmm. you know. And so I think we as a culture, we just don't value that time away. Sure. So, 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 so slow things down. Mm-hmm. Um, have the talks, be open, be honest with each other mm-hmm. and, um, and be the best version of yourself. Heal for yourself yeah. so that you can be the best version of others for, yeah. for, your, for others. Does that make sense? Yeah. All right. So hopefully, to it. hopefully you got something out of that. Um, like I said, just join us. Uh, we'll be talking about this for the month of October. Mm-hmm. Um, that's it. You got anything? No. Oh, if you want to talk to someone. Oh, listen, I'm like, no. I have a recommendation for you. <laughs> uh, go to wholelifecoachingandcounseling.com uh, and you can schedule an appointment with Tanya or myself um, and um, we'll help you with all of your uh, needs. Our goal is to help people, like I said, yeah. become the heal and become the best version of themselves. Yep. Right? So um, so that's wholelifecoachingandcounseling.com. Go check us out, yeah. uh, and or and go like and follow the Facebook page, and it yeah, that is um, Whole Life Solutions, or is it no? It's Whole Life Coaching and Counseling too, huh? I don't know. You put it. You just, I did it together. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? Hold on, people. Let me tell you where to go. Ooh. That was it right there. It is Whole Life Solutions. Whole Life Solutions. Yes. Yeah. Whole Life Coaching Counseling is the website. It's the website, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so that's all we got for you this week. Um, this is Glenn and Tanya Coleman reminding you that your, your marriage, marriage matters. matters. We'll see you next week. Bye.